Hello, listeners, and welcome to Randomosity. I'm your host, Rand. Before I get started, I would like to thank you for listening. I would strongly encourage you to support me so that I can continue to make episodes just for you. You can do this by clicking on the button that says View Public Site, where you will click on the button that says Support This Podcast. My show is currently streaming on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. For this episode, I'm going to be talking about live-action Disney movies, and I'll be talking about the ones that I liked and the ones that I don't like. When I was a radio DJ at uh, SUU, it was also called Randomosity, I did a similar thing like this, and whenever it was a movie that I liked, I called it The Rand List. This was like my thumbs up of approval that this re- this movie or song was good and that you should watch or listen to it. And if the movie or music was terrible, I would put that on the band list. Not to be confused with the band like a uh, you know, musical band, because it's not. It would just be like band like uh, you should never watch it, you should never listen to it, and you should just get a neuralizer and just erase it from your memory altogether. That's how bad it is. So without further ado, here are some of the movies that I thought were good, and here are some of the movies that I thought were bad when it comes to live-action Disney remakes. And just to let you know, I'm only basing movies that I have seen. So for movies that I haven't seen, I can't judge on that. But if there are movies that I haven't seen, they're probably movies that I haven't seen for a reason. I'm either too busy or I just don't want to. And I'm probably going to be focusing on the latter. If there are movies that I don't want to see, I'll probably list them as, like, on the band list. But if there are movies that I do want to see, then I'll be like, okay, I'll put that on my rand list and see how it goes. 2019's Dumbo, with Tim Burton as the director behind it. I like Tim Burton movies, so I'm wondering if this is worth watching. I haven't seen it yet, but it is on my to-do list, so so far it's on the rand list. Christopher Robin, back in 2018. It wasn't too long ago. It was only last year. But that was a good movie. That's definitely on the Rand list. I have seen that one. The one with Ewan McGregor in it. And also Peggy Carter. And the funny thing is, she's in that movie. And it's taking place after World War II. Which is around the same time where Peggy Carter is with Captain America. So I'm like, hmm. Maybe Peggy Carter was with Christopher Robin this whole time when Captain America was iced. Just a thought. (laughs) So yeah, that one is definitely on the Rand list. The 2017 version of Beauty and the Beast? Not my favorite. I've said this before, but like, I liked how they were cursed in this like ice globe type of feel. And it was always winter, so it was kind of like the Chronicles of Narnia take, where um, it was always snowing. It was always winter, but never Christmas. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. But uh, C.S. Lewis did that one first. But it was cool that they made it like a stuck in time that they, that the people never aged. They were like frozen in time, if you will. So that was cool. But other than that. Uh, It was hard for me to picture Emma Watson as Belle. I could only picture her as Hermione Granger. So, 
that was a tough part. I just couldn't uh, take her as somebody that could sing, and I like that she uh, she mirrors that character a lot because she likes to read books and she's encouraging all women to read books, and I fully encourage that. Like I love reading books, and I enjoy reading books, and I will continue to read books. I should probably do uh, an episode on that with my favorite books. But anyway, we're doing movies right now, and we're doing live-action Disney remakes of, and what I like about them and what I don't like about them. So with uh, this Beauty and the Beast remake, I don't like it. It's definitely on the banned list, but I do believe, like, I like the 90s version more. Was it in the 90s? I can't remember. I like, well, I like the, the Disney first cartoon movie version of Beauty and the Beast. It's got a good soundtrack and yeah, I just like it that way. It's it's kind of got that nostalgia feel that I will always watch it and I don't need to watch the new one to get it because I know the story. But if they were to do a remake of it, I want them to do a, a like a darker version of it, like actually based on the fairy tale because it had some dark moments in there, and I thought it was pretty cool. Then again, I do like some scary movies, so that's probably why. So, if they were going to do a remake of Beauty and the Beast, I think they should do a dark version of it. That's just my opinion. The Jungle Book in 2016 with Bill Murray and a lot of other A-listers, it was okay. It wasn't the best, because I still like the cartoon. And it's hard to beat the classics. And honestly, I'm tired of all these uh, Disney live-action remakes if they don't get it right. But if they're going to do, like, a live-action uh, remake of it, they should do one of their less-known uh, movies. Like, if you're going to do a remake of something, they should do, do it with a different twist, at least. Or at least, um, I said at least too many times, my bad. They should try to make it really different or based on the actual source material instead of making it all uh, Disney family friendly because some of those tales are not friendly at all and I can understand they want to gear towards the family and I totally get that but uh, if they knew the true story behind these uh, Disney movies they would think twice before watching it or at least appreciate it more because of the originality behind those uh, dark stories those grim tales if you will so is uh, the Jungle Book the 2016 version worthy to be in the Rand list? Mm, I'm gonna say no like it was good but it wasn't that good so I'll put that on the band list Alright, right now we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. I'll be back. And we're back. Okay, the next one is Pete's Dragon. In 2016, they did a remake of that one. And I remember vaguely the other version. All I remember was that the dragon that they used and that one was fully cartoon so it's kind of like uh, who framed Roger Rabbit where it would have um, live people interacting with cartoon characters so and that was something new that they were doing back then 
and people liked it. It was really cool that uh, live-action people were interacting with cartoon characters. And if I remember right, it, it, it was an okay movie. It wasn't the best. It was like, this is probably like a good example of uh, doing a remake. You would uh, take a movie that you've never heard of or something and try to do a remake and make it better that way. In fact, I actually... Well, I didn't meet the director who did Pete's Dragon for 2016, but I did have a Skype interview with him. I was in a class, and we were just uh, Skyping and asking him questions and stuff. I never got a chance to ask him questions because there's so many people there, and plus it was my first time seeing, uh, being there when we were having a Cine Skype. What we were doing was we were watching that movie, and then afterwards we would uh, have... Uh, a video interview with the director and ask him questions and how to, like, what he did differently and how to become, like, a good director or writer and stuff like that. And and one thing that stood out to me in that interview that we were having in that class was that when Disney approached him uh, of wanting to do a remake of Pe Peach Dragon, uh, he wanted to... Uh, just not watch the original one and just make his own version of Pete's Dragon. So he did. And yes, it looked completely different. Uh, if I remember right, the boy from the old version of Pete's Dragon uh, wasn't a homeless kid who had a pet dragon with him. It was just a boy that... that uh, kind, of, kind of was imagining a, a dragon. That's why it was cartoon. And if I remember right, you can correct me if I'm wrong, if you have time to. But that's what I remember from it, that that was different. That it wasn't like a um, an orphaned boy that ha had a pet dragon in the forest. It was a little different that way. So, and I thought it was okay. Like, it wasn't the best. It was kind of like um, the, the Jungle Book. It wasn't the... It was okay, but it wasn't the best. It was good, but... Nothing I'm going to, like, watch again and again. But the director, he's a good director. I, I liked what he did with A Ghost Story. And I'm probably going to do a, an episode on that. Because I found that it was really interesting what he did with The Ghost. And... I'll talk about that later, so, but if you haven't seen A Ghost Story, I'd highly recommend it, because it's a good indie film, and has good storytelling, obviously, with, like, a ghost story, so, and it's cool what they did with, like, a, a low budget, in my opinion, and he had, he had great actors that were in there with uh, uh, Casey Affleck, and I forgot her other name, but she's in a girl with a dragon tattoo, yeah, you should check it out. So, does Pete's Dragon deserve to be in the Rand list or the Band list? Hmm, that's a tough one. I think I will put that in the Rand list by a hair. So, it was okay, not the best, but it still made the list. So, if you ever get a chance to watch it, I encourage you to. I encourage you to. It might still be on Netflix. If not, uh, try to stream it somewhere else or buy it or rent it if you want to. So, there you go. All right, right now we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. I'll be back. 
And we're back. In 2015, we got a remake of Cinderella from Disney. I've never seen it, nor want to, because it looks weird. And from my understanding, it has mice in there, but they're not talking, so it's like a live-action version of it where the mice don't talk. Whereas in the cartoon version, the mice talk and they help her and everything. And I guess I was basically judging the book by its cover on this because I saw the the cover of Cinderella and the main character, obviously, Cinderella, her waist was so small, almost like a Barbie size. And I was like, wow, is this movie going to be talking about how women are supposed to look like? Because if so, I'm not going to watch it because... Like, that's not natural to have, like, a skinny waist like that. It just didn't look like it was her waist. It looked like somebody photoshopped her waist to become smaller and fit the waist of the actual cartoon version of Cinderella. And should they do a remake of this one? No, they should let the classic be. The old cartoon classic of Cinderella, they should never remake that ever again. That was a classic. They should keep it the way it is. So... With this Cinderella remake that happened in 2015, I'm not going to watch it, so I'm putting that on the band list. But there is one Cinderella movie that I would recommend watching, though Disney did not make it. It's called Ever After with Drew Barrymore. That is a good remake, if it would be a remake. It's not a Disney live-action remake, but it is a good remake of a Cinderella story. Does this 2015 Cinderella deserve to be in the Rand list or the band list? I say the band list. Next up, we got Alice in Wonderland and Alice in Wonderland Through the Looking Glass, both directed by Tim Burton. I actually like these remakes, so I put these on the Rand list. And the reason being is because it's original. It's Tim Burton. Tim Burton does a... In my opinion, he does an amazing job with, like, making movies. There are some weird movies out there that he has directed and stuff. But I just like his style. And if I were to um, direct a movie, I would like to mirror some of his works that he's done. I do like his claymation style as well. And he did a good job with doing uh, CGI and 3D animation with these two movies. And it's cool that he did a remake and was true to the source material because it was a messed up book. And even the cartoon was a bit messed up if you watch it uh, with young eyes. And um, (laughs) I liked Alice in Wonderland, the cartoon. It was really cool. And I even wrote a script and made a short film based on it. I called it The Fifth Floor, and what I was doing was I was uh, combining genre... Well, I was was making it into a horror movie, a horror short movie, and what I was doing was I was combining the urban legend, uh, the elevator game, mixed with uh, Alice in Wonderland, and just did that. So instead of Alice in going down the rabbit hole and going to Wonderland, she's playing the elevator game, and she's going down the elevator, and she's going to go to another dimension. So that's what I was doing with that one. And it was a fun short that I did, a bit stressful, but we did it, and now I'm editing it. 
and once it's done, I'm going to rewrite the script and make it into a feature length and see if I can make it cooler. So, yeah. As far as, uh, like I said before, with uh, Alice in Wonderland, uh, first movie in the sequel, I give that on the Rand list. So if you want to watch it, go ahead. And I, hi- I highly recommend it. So if you like Tim Burton, you'll definitely like these movies. So, Rand list it is. If I remember right, well, to my knowledge, I believe that 101 Dalmatians, the one made in 1996, was the first live-action remake for Disney movies. I'll have to double-check on that, but I actually liked that movie. That was a great remake. It had Glenn Close as Cruella DeVille, and it had... What was his name? It had Jeff Daniels in there, and... The animals were live action. They didn't talk. And that was really cool. And we even had... I forgot his name. House. The guy who played House. We had him in there as like one of the villains. And he did a good job. We even had Ron Weasley's dad in there that played the villain. And they both did a great job playing um, the bad guys from the cartoon 101 Dalmatians. That one is definitely up there as a Rand list. That is how you do a remake. Because they had great actors. Like, it was a great movie with great actors. And they had... uh, What else did they have? They adapted it to a younger audience. And what I mean by that is, in the cartoon, uh, Roger, he, he wrote music. And he was trying really hard to land gigs to help people with his music and stuff. And then he created the song Cruella DeVille and it became a hit. And that was what happened back then. And with this modern adaption, this Rogers, Jeff Daniels' version of Rogers, was creating video games. And he needed to create, like, a really good villain that would work for this. So instead of writing a song based on Cruella DeVille, he created a villain for his video game, and the villain was Cruella DeVille. And that was really cool. That was, like, a perfect example of doing a remake and doing it right. So this one is on the Rand list. All right, right now we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. I'll be back. And we're back. For this next bit, I'm going to be talking about live-action Disney movies that are coming out, and if I'm going to watch them or not. And let's see. They, well, I haven't seen Aladdin yet. I'm afraid. And the reason I'm afraid is because... (laughs) Uh, the cartoon Aladdin with Robin Williams, that's my genie. I, it's hard for me to picture um, Aladdin without Robin Williams. Like, I, in my opinion, what I think, that, what I think they should have done was get Jamie, Jamie Costa as a voice for the genie and then just create like a CGI version of uh, Robin Williams in his likeness and use it that way. Because I think that would be awesome. But maybe they wanted to respect Robin Williams, especially with his passing. 
and I totally get that, but I just think, like, Jamie Costa, he sounds just like Robin Williams, among other actors. He's a talented voice actor. I wish I was like him when it comes to voice acting, but he is phenomenal. Anyway, so that's what I would have done with that, and my brother has seen it. He told me that Will Smith stole the show and made his own genie that way, and... I trust my brother, but at the same time, I'm a bit uh, iffy because I don't like a rap version of the Genie songs, and that's one thing that kind of bothers me is, like, he's going to do a rap version of it, and I'm not going to like it. Like, I'm not a huge fan of rap. Or if it's, like, hip-hop, even, I, I'm not a huge fan because uh, Robin Williams, he did a good job with his singing in that. Um, he never had a friend like me, and that will always... Uh, forever stay with me as a child like when I was watching it when I was a youngin and it's hard for me to break from that and plus when I first saw the genie and uh, like in the first trailer and saw Will Smith as a genie and in all his blue glory I was like oh my gosh <laughs> looks like a rejected avatar character <laughs> so that's one of the reasons and I'm glad like Disney is like sticking with their guns that they are okay with the animation of the genie with Will Smith's face being on there and they're okay with that. It's like, okay, if they are, perfect, but maybe I'm not okay with it. So, we'll see what happens. There is one thing that was, it's kind of like a spoiler alert for you if you do. It was a bit of a spoiler alert for me um, when I heard this from my brother with his review on uh, Aladdin. And he told me, like, instead of uh, Jafar turning into a giant snake, it's Iago, the bird, becoming a big bird and attacking Aladdin that way. And I find that interesting because that little snippet is actually from the original story of Aladdin, where it's a big bird that is chasing them instead of a snake. So... That's pretty cool that they actually took it from the original source of the of the writings of Aladdin. But then again, like, they say it was based off of the book Arabian Nights, but Aladdin's nowhere found in the original story of Arabian Nights. It was added on there, and the person who added it got it from a story found in China. So Aladdin was actually Chinese and not from Arabia. So far, with Aladdin, the new one, am I going to watch it? If I must, then I must, but for now, it's going to be on the band list. So, for, it's going to be on the band list unless somebody can change my mind, or I have to watch it. So, that's that for me. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is getting a remake. In my opinion, I would put that on the band list right away, because... I liked Snow White, and I don't want it to be remade. Will I see the live-action remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Seven Dwarfs? No. The other Disney movie that's getting a live-action remake is Pinocchio. I'm also going to put this on the band list. For now. Because, um... Well, I like the classic. It was really cool. And I did see, uh a remake of the Pinocchio story that Steven Spielberg did called AI. I think I'm doing a review of that one. I recently saw that on Netflix. It was cool. Yeah, I'll definitely do a review of that one, but long story short for that remake, 
even though it wasn't under Disney, at least I don't think so. Steven Spielberg did that, and Steven Spielberg has done a lot of movies under Disney, so it wouldn't surprise me if it was Disney or not. But uh, with this one, AI, Artificial Intelligence, Pinocchio was David, played by Haley Joel Osment, and he was a robot, obviously, because of the title AI, and he wanted to be a real boy so that he would be loved by his um, human mother. Spoiler alert. And I thought that was pretty cool because Pinocchio wanted to be a real boy and he was just a puppet. He became a real boy because of the Blue Fairy. Yeah, I would definitely put this on the band list for now. But if they're ever going to do like a Pinocchio story, I think they should base it off of Disney won't, well, Disney won't do this, but if they were to do this, now that they have Fox, they probably could, but there is this book that I was reading a while back, it was a comic book, and it was called Pinocchio Vampire Slayer, and I do want to finish reading it, but from my understanding, it's, it's perfect in my eyes, because uh, Pinocchio is made of wood, so with him being made of wood and um, fighting vampires... He's the ultimate weapon. He is made of wood. And all he would have to do was just lie and grow. His nose would grow and then he would just break it off and use it as a stake to kill all the vampires. So that would be something cool to do. Like if I ever got a chance to adapt a book, that that would be one of the books I would like to adapt and make it into a movie. Because I think that would be a cool story and something that has never been done before and needs to be made into a movie. Of course, I would do it a little differently because, spoiler alert, there's like an ending where you find out that Geppetto is a vampire and you also find out that Geppetto is Pinocchio's dad. And there's like, there's like a weird scene where uh, Pinocchio um, is... It's kind of like a, a Star Wars, Luke, Sti- Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader scene where Pinocchio is faced with Geppetto as a vampire and Pinocchio says, you're not my father, and right as he says it, his nose grows and it stabs Geppetto in the heart. And he's a vampire, so it kills him. And then when Pinocchio realizes that he killed his own father, he's like, oh my gosh! So that would be a cool story to see on the big screen. So instead of, like, another remake of Pinocchio, remake this one, Pinocchio Vampire Slayer. That would be fun to watch. Like, uh, Guillermo del Toro could be the one to direct this one, if not me. So again, Pinocchio as a live-action Disney remake? No, thank you. That's on the band list. All right, right now we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. I'll be back. And we're back. Another live-action Disney remake that's coming up is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm going to put this on the band list because I like the original again, and uh, they already did a live-action remake of this one. Granted, it wasn't by Disney, and it was like a TV uh, movie, but I liked it. And it had... I can't remember who it was, but person who played Amadeus and I believe he played Quasimodo in this one and he did a great job doing it with the live action and the makeup and stuff so we cool see that one and knowing today 
I'm afraid if they do like a live action remake of The Hunchback of Notre Dame that they'll make his face CGI and he'll look like really ugly and unattractive but so will CGI so I'm not so sure if I want to watch that I think with that one they should do actual makeup and prosthetics if they're going to do that or even find an actor that would look like the Hunchback of Notre Dame because we don't have a lot of actors out there that have those disformities and are good actors so I think we should give them a chance I mean especially people with disabilities can be good actors in my opinion just give them the chance and they can do it instead of having like an A-lister become like the hunchback of Notre Dame become like a like you have some pretty boy uh, be Quasimodo in this case and or some A-lister that is going to be or have that face it just wouldn't work so in my opinion the live action Hunchback of Notre Dame should not be made, but it is, and I'm putting that on the band list. Another remake that has been announced already, so this is like old news right now, is The Lion King. I'm a bit iffy in watching this one, because it's a live-action Disney movie. I'm not a huge fan of live-action Disney movies now, and it's a money-grabber, and I just don't want to watch it because of that. I mean... Think of some original ideas. Don't try to recycle what's already been done. If it's bur- if it's not broke, don't fix it. But apparently they think it's broke and they want to fix it, and it's going to be a cluster mess if they do. But I think th- this one's... I'm kind of on a fence with this one. The only reason I would watch it is because it has James Earl Jones back as Mufasa, just like from the original. And it has... Donald Glover as Simba. And I think that would be great. So I'm excited to see it because of that. But that's the only reason I would watch it is because of those two actors. So I'll put this on the Rand list for now. Because I'm planning on watching it just for those reasons. But if it's the worst, I'll let you know if it is. And then I'll put it back on the band list. Now, this one is just a rumor because I was just looking it up online. I hear that they're going to be doing a live-action Peter Pan, like, strictly Disney. Because there's there's been some other renditions of Peter Pan that weren't under Disney. So, and they were made, like, there was a Peter Pan that had, I forgot his name, but it had Lucius Malfoy in there as Captain Hook, if you remember that movie, and it had Coldplay uh, soundtrack in there, so if you remember that, of course, they did that, Peter Pan, and that was okay, I liked the soundtrack, it was pretty cool, but it was a bit corny, obviously it was, like, made for younger children, so of course it's going to be corny, I also think they shouldn't do a remake of Peter Pan, because the classic cartoon was good by itself, and doesn't need to be remade. I loved the movie Hook with Robin Williams. That was a perfect sequel to to Peter Pan, even though there is never like never a live action movie of uh, Peter Pan at that time period. So it was cool. I liked it, and it's one of my favorite 
movies with Robin Williams. It's even one of my favorite top ten movies because um, it has a good story, also a good soundtrack, great actors, and it's just amazing. And with the effects that they did, they did a great job, and I'll forever remember it. I don't think they should ever remake that. They should never, and they have already with like Aladdin, but they should never remake a movie that had like a classic um, actor in there who died, like Robin Williams, for example. All of his movies that he made are phenomenal in their own way, and they should never be remade. There should be like a rule, like, oh, okay, he's a great actor, we should respect him, well, we won't remake his movies ever again. And if they were, and if they were, they already did. But and if I was in the director's chair and I wanted to remake Aladdin, I would remake it based on the real source material instead of the actual movie where Robin Williams was genie. I wouldn't do that. That's just my opinion. Well, that's my show. Thanks for listening. Tune in with me next time as I talk more about movies, music, books, and religion. And don't forget to subscribe and even support me. Please support me so that I may be able to make more podcast episodes for you. Because I have a story. You have a story. Let's all make these stories happen. And I can't do it without your support. So again... Please support me by clicking on the link and become a monthly sponsor so that I can continue making episodes for you. Until next time, toodles!